Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up and you get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000. My name is Mario Tarabasi, joined as always by Greg Boyson. Um, Greg, it's it's a slow news day for the, uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, I, I really don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, how are your NCAA brackets doing? We can talk about uh, that. For the next they're hour. they're they're a, they're a pile of ash in my backyard <laughs> right now. But uh, anyways, yes, the uh, the big news of the day um, happening this afternoon: Chicago Blackhawks trading Brandon Hagel to the Tampa Bay Lightning for a four asset haul. Uh, Blackhawks sending uh, Hagel and two fourth round picks to the Lightning in exchange for uh, two first-round picks from the Tampa Bay Lightning, as well as uh, two young players in Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish. You see it there on your screen now, the full trade. Uh, the conditions on the first-round picks for the uh, the picks coming back to the Lightning, or to the Blackhawks from the Lightning, rather, um, they are top 10 protected. So if either of the 2023 or 2024 first-round picks for the Lightning uh, end up to be in the top 10, uh-huh. um, yeah. they will then be subsequently the next year after, or the first year where they are unprotected, that first round pick will go to the Blackhawks. So if it was 2023 in the top 10, it'll be 2025 that the Blackhawks will receive. But I don't think we have anything to worry about with that. So the the Blackhawks, Kyle Davison, I mean, he, he put his uh, cards on the table and said, you know, I said this is a rebuild, and he's he meant it. Yeah, that uh, it was a very definitive move, and that's what I want to see. I want to see talk. I want to see the talk of rebuild being backed up by action, and this was an action, all right. Um, two first round picks, and two guys that are in the NHL right now for Brendan Hagel, who has twenty one goals because he's shooting at twenty two point three percent this year. <laughs> Pretty sustainable, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that is a pretty damn good return for Brandon Hagel, a guy 
you know, a great story for him and good for him. He's going to chance to, he's got a really good chance of winning a Stanley cup this year. He's going to fit in very well down there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of talk about what the Blackhawks are getting back in. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. But before we get into that, I congratulations to Brandon Hagel. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to Tampa Bay. He's going to the best organization in hockey right now. Back to back defending Stanley cup champions. Um, Absolutely. As, you know, you could argue, you could argue today. that they might, May or may not be the cup favorite, but I mean, I think this is the 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 best chance for a, a three-peating team that we've seen in many, Absolutely. many years. I mean, they still got the best goalie in the game, and uh, mm-hmm. they still got lots of stars. And now you get a guy like Brendan Hagel who can, you know, maybe do some damage on that third line there, you know, against... he's It's it's a great situation. I think it's one of those, t- those trades that we can look back on and and even today, immediate reaction, you look at it and go, man, both teams got exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was a lot of comparisons to the to the Blake Coleman acquisition. And they did and, it. And they did it again. Yeah, Blake Coleman and uh, Goodrow, and those. That's the kind of guy that this team needed. Mm-hmm. And now that's exactly what they got with Brendan Hagel. And you look at the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks got, <coughs> excuse me, two first round draft picks. Two first round draft picks, not one. Everybody a week ago said, "Man, if we get a first round pick on a prospect for Brandon Hagel, I'd be happy." Well, we doubled that, mm-hmm. and people are still upset. Well, I get it. I, yeah. I understand yeah, the, the emotional attachment that. to a, a, an up and coming young player, but man, you couldn't have asked for a better return for Brandon Hagel. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're going to be lower picks. They're probably going to be in the twenties, maybe even in the thirties. So what? Those are still right. first round picks. Having having two, we were talking about this earlier. Having two first round picks, it's it's just it's more capital where you can you can you know the Blackhawks could have in the twenty twenty three draft the the tenth overall pick and the thirtieth or thirty first overall pick. Well, you could move. You could talk to the team at number six or number five and be like, hey, we'll give you ten and thirty for your for the fifth pick. And right. team and teams are going to entertain that idea. So it's it's not just for the fact of having the thirtieth overall pick or thirty first, thirty second, whatever it ends up being. It's being able to use that, weaponize it as another trade piece it's if cur- they wanted it's to more do that. Currency in your account, or yeah, or it, or at the very least, you get two picks in the top thirty of a of a of a draft class. And when you're a rebuilding team, you need to have as many draft picks as possible because yes. All of your first-round draft picks don't pan out. But when I'm, you have multiple picks each year, the chances of the you chances starting to get some, some nice returns get better and better. And that's all you're looking for in a rebuild. That's all you're looking for in a rebuild is as many chances to make your team better as possible. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, great first trade for Kyle Davidson. And yes, we never first, advocate... First major trade. Right. Yes. yes. First. I, uh, I feel like if you're not, if you don't like this trade... You might not be on the ride. You might not have hopped on you gotta, the ride. You got to get on the ride. You got to hop on. Gotta this hop is a on. good. This is a good starting spot to hop on this ride. Mm-hmm. This is showing that Kyle Davidson is is aggressive. Kyle Davidson doesn't care about your feelings if he's going <laughs> to trade away your favorite player. Uh, doesn't care if he's going to upset his locker room per se because he probably looks at this locker room and says, "You know what? If." Yeah. None of these I don't you know I don't care if a veteran guy is upset about this you're probably not going to be here when we're good anyway so I got to do what's good for our long-term big picture and you know this was uh, this was that Tom Hanks movie 
I am the captain now. <laughs> yeah. This is what Kyle Davis yeah. said today. I am the ca- I am the general manager. I am manager the GM. Now. I am controlling this team, and and so, I'm I'm building it the way I want it. I good start. Um, and again, as we've said many times, I like Brendan Hagel a lot. He's yeah. a really good player, but man, we have to. We 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 have the disclaimer. Right. We were not advocating for this to happen, but if it. Right. My, my point the, all along was don't trade him just for the sake of trade. Right. Trade him for a really good return. If you were... This is a really good return. Yeah. If they were going to get the return that was yes. originally reported, you had to take that deal. And it, like you said earlier, it was better than the original return. You got multiple first round picks and you got two players who are cost controlled through the 2023-24 season. Two, two guys, uh, big, big players. Big forwards. Big, yeah, size and... Six foot three, six foot four. And two guys who have, you know, pretty decent skill sets. They've, they've been able to, you know, produce at, at decent levels at the AHL, uh, in, in the AHL. And think, you know, it's like, oh, well, they just started playing the NHL. They don't have a lot of points. They're not like, you know, they're not like Hagel, who's like third on the team in scoring. Um but it's because they're on the lightning. Right. Like it's such a stacked team that this is the, this is a lightning organization that hasn't cared about their prospect system for a few years, and it's turned into a couple cups. I don't think they really care about Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk exactly. getting NHL minutes because right. they got plenty of guys to to fill those roles. So those two guys are going to come to Chicago. They're going to get ice time right away, and. Who knows? Maybe they maybe they are able to get some get some more minutes, showcase some more of their of their talent. These are two guys that were two second round picks in 2016. Um, so there, the, there's obviously potential and talent there. More ice time is gives them more opportunity to unlock it. Per- perfect two guys to add to what the what the Blackhawks are going to be for the next couple of years. Two guys that are right now borderline NHL players, but with the right Situation could become everyday players, could become contributors. Mm-hmm. What better chance to give them a chance to, you know, opportunity for them to prove that than what's going to happen here the last six weeks of the season? Absolutely. Um, and you have them back for next year. And hey, if they're bad, they help the Blackhawks get Connor Bedard next year to draft. Yeah, they, they could, yeah. So it's they like could. you either get two NHL players or you get a really good shot at a number overall pick mm-hmm. next year or even the second pick or the third pick, the top three picks in next year's draft are all franchise type, the guys you need for a rebuild. Mm-hmm. So they accomplish maybe a couple of things. Right. Um, so it's, it's definitely, you have to definitely have an eye beyond just the immediate, beyond next year. It's got to be three, four, five years down the road. And that's where Davidson's looking. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I that's, am all... For yeah, hundred percent behind that. Absolutely, we are we are Stan Bowman. We're kind of rebuilding, but here's Seth Jones. We need to get younger. Here's Mark Andre Fleury and Jake McCabe. Those <laughs> days are over. They're mm-hmm. gone. We have officially began the rebuild ride. It started with this trade right here. Is and you know what? It's going to be a lot of down. There's going to be a lot of dips, a lot of valleys, mm-hmm. but eventually and hopefully it it ends at the top of that it's NHL a, mountain. There, there's a payoff. There, there's right. a payoff there. And, and, and that's gonna be the, painful. the hope to get there. It's going to be painful. But at the end, that pain will hopefully be worth it. And mm-hmm. yes, losing a Brendan Hagel, it stinks. He's, an, he's a good player. He's a fan favorite. I yeah. understand. He's a likable guy. I got to talk to him a few times during his time at Rockford. Always great with a quote. Good kid. 
deserves all the success he's going to get in Tampa. If they win the cup this year and he gets to hold the cup, I'll be I'll be cheering I'll for be him. I'll be very happy about that. Yeah. So it's a great situation for everybody. He gets to go and play with the best organization, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs, and the Blackhawks get to add to their barren cupboard to try this rebuild. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win situation for both teams. It's rare you can have a trade like this where you can look from both sides of the coin and say, yeah, that's pretty good. Because mm-hmm. obviously Tampa... They don't care about their future draft picks right now. They're they're trying no. to win as many Stanley Cups as they can, and adding a Brendan Hagel for that depth scoring on a very talented team is going to go a long way. And this isn't to say that you know we're just tossing Hagel to the side. Like I was I was telling you earlier, you know when I when I saw the initial report that oh you know Frank Saravalli put out there like hey Brendan Hagel's going to be on the move, and my initial reaction was like oh that sucks. Because it's because he was he was a good player. He's a young player. Nice. He looked like he was going to be a guy that was going to be around for the rebuild. Looked like he was going to be someone who's going to be you know obviously likable in the city. You can you can see from the reaction from from you know the the, the Blackhawks fan base how quickly he became like a, a a fan favorite. And and he and for good measure, he's a good player. He's the kind of player that you know good teams want to have. The problem being that Chicago's not going to be a good team. They're not a good team now. They're not going to be a good team next year. Uh, it might be a while before they're a good team again. So you don't want to you don't want to waste these cost controlled years that you have with Brandon Hagel with just bad teams because when his deal is up, you're going to have a lot of decisions to make, and you don't want to add another tough decision right. on whether to extend him or or what what whatever you have to do with him. So you capitalize on what he's doing right now and you just you just maximize the uh the the return that you could get for him so i don't think brendan hangel's trade value was ever going to get higher than it is right now and that's, no, that's when aggressive gms make those moves when it makes when the value is at its highest so again stick tap to kyle davis for recognizing that mm-hmm. And taking full advantage of it and finding a team that <clears throat> reportedly was had been interested in hagel for a long time mm-hmm finding a team that really wanted him and was willing to pay a willing big to price be aggressive, yeah. and then pulling the trigger. This is, this is the, this is the, the move that a confident general manager makes. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I want to touch on that in a second here. Cause there's, there's some more information uh, to, to talk about the market that Hagel was, uh, was in. So I definitely want to get to that. Um, but I do want to get to this as well. Brandon Hagel, um, like I said, he, he endeared himself to Chicago and it, it definitely uh, was pretty evident that after the trade uh, he didn't, necessarily I, I don't think he wanted to leave Chicago but he uh, he posted this on his Twitter account just want to thank the Blackhawks for a home for the last three years as well as the fans that supported me I made tons of friends memories and they treated me like the first class organization they are that being said I can't wait to join the Tampa Bay Lightning um, so yeah I, I, obviously you know it's it's tough seeing them go but it's 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 the right move and it's um, you know we and the other good thing is that the, the Blackhawks don't have to worry about the 2022 first round with Tampa Bay. So if you want to make the Lightning your playoff team because you love Brandon Hagel and want to see him win a cup, cheer for that. Pull for, you know, pull for the Lightning to do that because it doesn't affect the first round picks that the Blackhawks got back from them. So if they want to go in three-peat, go and do that. But in 2023, 2024, you want to root for first round exits. Right, or just missing the playoffs. 
Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and then you then you, you kind of flirt with the the lottery protection yeah, there, yeah. but they could finish um, ninth place in the Eastern Conference, and that would put them like around fifteenth or sixteenth. That's true. You know. Yeah, it's it's Mr. Playoffs you can see what happens, point. but Mr. but playoffs by a point, just to be sure. I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying go to go to points bet and you know pull up your app and say, oh okay, Tampa Bay to miss the playoffs. No, I'm, I'm I, not I'm not recommending that. I bet. wouldn't make that bet either. No. But um, yeah, Hagel's gonna go to a, a good situation in Tampa. Um, he's gonna go to some. He's gonna get get away from Chicago winters for a while and. Worst places you can play. No yeah. state income tax anymore. Yeah. So, so he's getting a raise, technically. <laughs> That's he's true. getting a raise. He's going to be able to keep more, be, more, of more of that 1.5 million. More of that game check every, every year. So good for him. You think uh, you think Hulk Hogan's going to be part of the welcoming party in Tampa? You better be, brother. Hey, Brandon. Welcome to Tampa, brother. What you going to do when the bagel runs We're going to three-peat on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Um, but yeah, so, so you did mention about Brandon Hagel and, and having him be available and, and the trade market that uh, could have been out there for him um, was just just caught this before we went on on air. The uh, the 32 Thoughts podcast with uh, Jeff Merrick and Elliot Freeman. Uh, Freeman was talking about teams that may have been uh, involved in, in on a Hagel trade, um, obviously ended up with 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 Tampa. Uh, but he was saying that Toronto was was involved with talks with with Hagel. Why wouldn't they be? Um, but but it was his report saying that you know it might have been that Toronto or uh, Chicago was asking Toronto for the same kind of return uh, that that Tampa ended up offering. And we talked about on yesterday's podcast how Toronto didn't want to give up their first round picks, so Chicago then was asking for top prospects like a Nick Robertson and a Matthew Nyes. And Toronto also didn't want to let go with that. So you, en- you end up going to Tampa. Tampa's winning cups and Toronto's losing in the first round. Uh, it shows, yeah. It shows, it shows you the kind of, you know, big boy Scar- pants you have to put on. GMs don't win Stanley Cups. So it, it, makes, it makes me wonder um, about Toronto's aggressiveness with maybe a Marc Andre Fleury, if if there was a trade there to to happen, um, if if they're not parting ways with first round picks and top prospects, I don't think it's going to happen at all. Well, then um, you know, good luck driving home, Kyle Dubas in Toronto, <laughs> because you're going to need a police escort if he doesn't make a big move. I saw a lot of Leafs fans on Twitter that were. Uh, Raging mad that mm-hmm. it wasn't Toronto that got Brendan Hagel um, today. So um, I don't necessarily know if that. I mean, kind of apples and oranges. Are you willing to give up a prospect for that type of for a Brendan Hagel? Maybe okay. Obviously not for Toronto. Not but a Mark Andre Fleury is a guy that puts you over the top. Mm-hmm. That's the weakest position you have right now. Uh, it's been your Achilles heel the last couple of playoff rounds. Now you're going to go into the the the. the playoffs with not a whole lot to be excited about in net um you know we've we've talked about peter morazic he hasn't been great jack campbell was great for a while and now he's kind of jack campbell and it's like and he's he's dealing with an injury yeah Yeah. and and then you know you've got a rookie that you know started off at a shutout but you know eh. (laughs) i mean yeah, it's you get you get that rook, the rookie luck going. I mean, right. Kevin Lankinen he's, he's, was pretty good right. last year. I mean, he's not the he's not a, it's not a Jordan Bennington situation with him in Toronto. So, no. you know, 
Marc-Andre Fleury is a guy that makes Toronto right up in the conversation with Tampa Bay. Contenders. So Legitimate contenders. I could understand not giving up that kind of package for uh, you know, a guy that's going to play on your second or third line, but you better be willing to give up that kind of package to get the guy that puts you over the top. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, as I said yesterday, you're a bad general manager. You're, you're, you're scared. And scared general managers, what are the, this is a starved franchise fandom that, that is dying for a Stanley Cup. And if you can't, if you're worried about how good your team's going to be in three years, you'd, you care more about that team than a chance to win a Stanley Cup with a Hall of Fame goaltender? Well, enjoy your not-so-long career. <laughs> Because it's it's not meant to last much longer. And with a deal like this, like we like we mentioned it, you know, Kyle Davidson really is is sticking to his sticking to his his guns and saying like this. I said rebuild. This is going to be a rebuild. He's he's not acting as though he's scared of, you know, what the locker room is going to say, what the fan base is going to say. Really, probably not scared of what the you know the the organization says. Because, on, well, he's probably got to have a little bit of sign off on, right. on on some of these things, but but being able to come in and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do. This is this is the, the 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 plan, the blueprint. This is what it involves moving a player like Brandon Hagel." You know, if if the Blackhawks brass believes in that, then then they gotta they gotta follow it. And I think the ripple effect of a trade like this is is pretty interesting because. Yes, you're building for the future. You're thinking three, four, five years down the road. You're you're looking to to load up your prospect pool again, load up draft capital, capital, capital. Um, but it it does affect how other trades are going to work out, how other players perceive the organization. And I think you know you look at a guy like Brandon Hagel. He was a likable player. Um, you know he was clearly good with uh, with his teammates and everything. Um, you think about a trade like this and what Kyle Davidson is signaling, like, hey, this isn't a wish-wash retool on the fly. This is a rebuild. We are going to move the valuable assets that need to be moved to build forward for the long term. You have to wonder what this kind of does for guys like Alex Dabrinkit, guys like Patrick Kane, guys who are the superstars right now but are they going to be the superstars when the team is contending again? Do they want to stick around through the next three, four, five years where it's going to be kind of sucky around here? Yeah, um, it's a good question. Does a trade like today all of a sudden make Patrick Kane a little more willing to waive that no trade clause or, or ask to be traded to a specific team? We'll see. I don't think, you know... I don't think it's going to flip it on its head. No, he's not all of a sudden saying trade me by Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but come the off season, maybe that maybe something happens there. I, I obviously, you know, if you're going to do the rebuild right, trading Patrick Kane's your next is your biggest goal here. Uh, you yeah, know, I, know, I know people don't want to hear it, but if you're going to do this right, getting the haul that a Patrick Kane can bring you is should be on the agenda. You're, you're if he's willing. For that trade, yeah, it all com- comes com- down to him or not. Completely uh, right. controls anything that happens with right. his career. So if he says he's interested and he'd be willing to go to here, here, or here, then that's got to be your top priority this off season is getting that done and getting the most back for it. Um, 
to bring it, that's a tricky situation. He's still young enough to where four years from now, five years from now, he could still be an elite NHL player. Um, definitely has a more chance to do that of being that in four years than Patrick Kane does. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Dabrinkit's another guy. If somebody comes down the pike and offers you the farm and more for an Alex Dabrinkit, you at yeah. least got to listen. You, you got to consider listen. it. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be considered untouchable at this point. Not saying you should get on the phone and try and trade everybody, but you don't, you don't, Dismiss any kind of offer that you get over the next few months, two years, three years, whatever it is. You got to explore all avenues. And if, if if trading Alex to Brinkett makes you better in three or four seasons than keeping him here, then you do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think, you know, a, the, trading Hagel, I don't think that that was something that was uh, really shopped all that much by, by the Blackhawks. I think it just became known that hey we're open for business what what are you willing to offer for right whoever's whoever's on our roster yeah i don't and, i don't imagine davidson was calling everybody saying hey i got brendan Nagel. what will you give me right it was more of tampa and and apparently toronto reaching out to to the hawks mm-hmm. and then him making the best of that situation right and and we've seen that with with other you know with with a patrick kane as well we've seen reports that colorado was trying to, you know, see, gauge the interest on, you know, potentially moving Patrick Kane. Again, I don't think that that's something that's going to happen at this trade deadline, but that is something that has to be considered on the table. Um, Whether he ends up agreeing to it or not is is another thing, but I think, you know, clearly signaling, hey, this rebuild is happening. It's going to, it's going to come with some very difficult situations. It could change the mindset of some of these players about, if they want to, you know, stick around for, for the long term, I, I, I think, you know, Patrick Kane, his, his legacy is already cemented in the city. Like there's, there's really nothing else for him to prove or to achieve to, you know, solidify that status anymore. He's, he's done everything. Um, it's up to if he wants to stick around and just do more. Um, I don't know if that includes winning a Stanley cup. So I, I think, if, uh, if 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 he's on the table, if Debrinkit's on the table, I think it's got to be things that 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 you consider and that Kyle Davidson has to consider. And I I'm not surprised if he is considering it, given the the fact that you know you see the return for a guy like Brandon Hagel, who's a a second or third line winger who gives you some versatility, can play on the penalty kill, play on the power play, and you're getting two NHL ready young players and two first round picks for him. I mean, you got to imagine a Debrinkat trade or a Kane trade is going to get you that and way more. Like you might, nope. you might be able to get you could take, multiple. You, you could shed a year off the rebuild process of what you can get with one with guys. one or or two of those kinds of trades. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, could, you can make this a four. You can make this going from a five year process to a four year process, three year process mm-hmm. by those kinds of returns. And these are the tough decisions you got to make. And I don't envy Kyle Davidson for having to make some of these decisions, but he he proved today that he is willing to make unpopular decisions for the better of this franchise. And the Blackhawks are not a better team today with Brendan Hagel and Tampa Bay, but they could be a much better team in three years from what they got from this Mm -hmm. deal than just having Brendan Hagel. We have to trust the process. We have to hop Hop on on the the ride and we have to see where it takes us. We cannot get upset over what trades are going to be made over the next few days. 
those are not those are just peeling the skin and the onion those those are just the first steps there's a long way to go so we can't judge the Kyle Davidson era just by what happens between now and 2 p.m. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And that's probably maybe a good segue to talk about our, our show on Monday. Yeah, so gotta- Monday is the trade deadline show. That's going to be a, 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 big, a big day. We are actually going to be uh, live on Monday from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock. So we will get the final hour of the trade deadline. We will get the end of the trade deadline and we'll get that wacky period after the trade deadline where some of those transactions kind of trickle through over the last hour. Um, but we'll, we'll be able to, to break down what's going on with the Blackhawks. We'll react uh, to a couple of things that I'm sure will, will be going on around the league throughout Monday. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a big show and it's going to be a supersized show. It's going to be a supersized show. But there's going to be three chairs, and there's going to be three we're, we chairs are, going forward. We are going to super exciting. We are going to get out of Studio B. Yes. They're going to let we us love out it in here. Where they're going to let us out of the little studio and uh, and and get into Studio A, where there's three chairs. Because if you uh, if you've been paying attention to the the YouTube chat recently, if you've been paying attention uh, to Twitter today, uh, big news from uh, our friend Jay Zawaski. Uh, he is going to be starting on Monday with the trade deadline show with us. He will be full-time with us here at CHGO. Um, originally, he was going to be kind of a, a part-time basis, but he's coming on full-time. He's going to be on the podcast all the time. He's going to be, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to hear him not just, two, twi- not just two times a week. You're going to hear him five times a week on this show. Um, he, he made the decision to, uh, to, to leave a job that he had had for 21, 22 years to, to come here and uh, talk Blackhawks with, with us, which is a, a, a tremendous honor. And we're super excited to get, to get Jay back in. Uh, and, you know, I, I could talk for days about yeah. how uh, excited I am to get, to get Jay in and get rolling. And, um, yeah, I think, I think this is, this is the, uh, you know, the, the, the group that we were, you know, expecting to have when we started up with, uh, with CHGO and things happen. We've talked about it on the podcast, but now we're, uh, we're, we're kind of letting the dust settle and, and uh, Jay's going to be here. So we're, we're very excited yeah. about when that. I, when I was first approached about coming here and hearing that Jay was on board, uh, that was one of the biggest reasons I, I pulled the trigger on this. And uh, as we said, originally it was, he was just going to be part-time uh, crazy things happen. There was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that it's neither of our business to, to, disclose here on the air but bottom line is jay is now going to be full-time with us right here for every show uh it's going to be great and i'm looking forward to it. we get one of the you know uh, we we have a scoring line now we have a top line mm-hmm. here at chgo we're bringing in the big guns it's like getting our own big uh trade it's deadline our, it's our own acquisition uh yeah you know we just got our own you know patrick kane trade as far as i'm concerned <laughs> and can't wait it's going to be great and you could our, the trio will debut full-time Monday, mm-hmm. 1 p.m., two full hours of trade deadline talk. Hopefully, we'll have a lot to talk about, not just with the Hawks, but we'll go all around the league yeah. and see all kinds. Of, it's going to be fun. So Monday at 1 p.m., uh, Jay will be here, his first full-time show. And then from there on out, it's going to be the three of us. So we're going to have a lot of uh, exciting stuff coming on where our post-game shows There'll be two of us here in the studio, and either you or I, one of us, will be at the home games mm-hmm. right there at the, at, at the stadium. So 
it's it's evolving, and we appreciate you guys those these first couple weeks. I know you dedicated Madhouse podcast listeners. It's not exactly what you were expecting to hear. It's not it's not what we were expecting to do these first couple weeks. But now things are falling into place, and we're ready to go forward and and bring you guys you know uh, unbeatable Blackhawks coverage from here on out. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. It's going to be great. And and Monday's show, like we, like we said, from 1 to 3 central time. So we'll cover we'll cover the the end of the trade deadline live. But throughout the day, we're going to be here the three of us reacting to what's going on. Uh we're we're going to get in early. We're going to have have our coffee. We're going to have multiple uh computers and cell phones and we're, we're it's our own little war room. We'll be Yeah. Between the three of us, you won't miss a thing. Yeah. Um, and so you keep uh keep an eye on the uh on the CHGO Blackhawks uh, social media channel at CHGO underscore Blackhawks, we'll be uh, we'll if if something big happens before the show, we'll we'll go live and and talk about it a little bit and give you some some reactions and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking really looking forward to Monday. Um, you know, once we get through this weekend with uh, you know Chicago in Minnesota tomorrow afternoon and then back home uh, Sunday night here, um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we'll. Yep. Uh, We'll definitely, you know, it, it'll it'll be a, a full crew, and yeah, I, I I know we've 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 said it before, but super excited to have Jay on. Um, so that's gonna be a it's gonna be a big deal on Monday. Best way to support CHGO and uh, the return of of Jay Zawoski to uh, the CHGO Blackhawks podcast is to download the PointsBet app. When you do that, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up, and you will get two risk free bets. For up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt all from the CHGO Locker, and all for making just a $50 first-time deposit with PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll be happy to help. And introducing PointsBet's new feature that they're very excited about and perfect timing, it's live college basketball same-game parlays. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois, so you can download the PointsBet app and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Plus, during points bet match madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So... We do have some games to talk about coming up this weekend. Um, it's not just it's not just the Hagel trade show. It's not just the Jays back show. We got some uh, some some looking ahead to do. Um, you were at practice today. You were uh, you were with Derek King for the media availability. Looking like he's going to go with uh, Alex Vlasic actually in the lineup for for tomorrow afternoon making his. Uh, making his NHL debut. I know on uh, yesterday he was a little wishy-washy about him playing this weekend, but it looks like he will be in the lineup. And it looks like it's going to be 11 forwards, 7 defensemen again. That's definitely what he uh, said. He pretty much said uh, 
Vlasic will play in Minnesota tomorrow, make his NHL debut, uh, and he said he just he just has to decide which forward comes out of the lineup. Uh, and then he kind of sheepishly said that uh, uh, sometimes these things have a way of working <laughs> out. So maybe he knew a little something was going on, but now he has two extra forwards coming too. You know, uh, so you know, right? That'll be interesting to see if they yeah. get thrown right into the. So lineup. maybe he doesn't do the seven now. Things maybe have changed, but. Um, you know, it looks like he's going to do the 70, and um, he, he, there was actually a moment midway through practice, uh, Derek King skated up to Vlasic at center ice and talked to him for a couple minutes, and then Vlasic got this huge smile on his face, and he skated away, and uh, Kinger said in the in the media scrum that he said that was when he told him, mm. uh, and in typical Derek King fashion said, you know, oh, I told him, yeah, he's going to play tomorrow, but, you know, don't worry, don't screw it up. There's only going to be millions of people watching, and then I <laughs> skated away. So that's that's a typical Derek King move. But yep. uh, he had mentioned, he, he, you know, uh, the names Borgstrom, Kershev, those are two guys he was thinking uh, would sit for the seventh defenseman. Um, and I get the I get going with 7-D, um, you know, with a young guy in case, you know, there's a struggling or a teaching moment, you don't, you don't have to play him as much. Uh, but now that you got two more forwards coming, uh, you, you lose a forward in Hagel, but you got two more coming, maybe that changes. But Vlasic is going to play tomorrow in Minnesota, so that's something fun to watch for. Maybe three new faces in the lineup tomorrow afternoon. We'll, we'll see how that looks. There's no morning skate tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be surprised. We'll get the surprise uh, who we get to see. And uh, the one o'clock start, so obviously they're not going to get on the ice at seven in the morning or anything like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Vlasic, he, he he looks, he's big. I mean, it's two, it's two days of practice. It's hard to really say much just watching him do drills. But there is two things that stood out to him. I, I purposely was was focused on him during today's practice. First thing that sticks out to me for a big kid, six foot six. 200 pounds, you know, he's obviously got to fill out a little bit, but he skates really well for a big kid. Usually sometimes you see these big guys, they're kind of awkward and, and try to take too big of strides, and, but he's a really good skater for, for a guy of his size, and his reach is a weapon. Mm -hmm. That is, he's going to be able to break up a lot of plays just by getting that stick out. Um, so those are two things to look forward to in his NHL debut. Yeah, and, and what else will be nice tomorrow is that you get Kevin Lankin in a net, something that, you know, he, he's been so in inconsistent with his playing time. And, and you get him against a team in Minnesota that is, you know, in a playoff spot and looking to looking to build some momentum. So it's going to be a, a good test for Lankin to really get into the net and show show what he can do, because this is a, this is a, a team, uh, the Blackhawks with a goalie situation where they got to figure out what they're doing with, with, with Kevin Lincoln in with Mark Andre Fleury. So this is a good opportunity for him to get into the lineup as well. Um, get in, get in between the pipes and, and have a, have, have a test. And it's something that, you know, consistency in his playing time and in his, in his, um, you know, his consistency in his performances hasn't been there. So it'll be good to get him, uh, get him in, get him some action, and then uh, Mark Andre Fleury uh, oh. will play on Sunday if he's still around. That'd be interesting to see. Uh, Derek King was asked if, if there has been any discussions about asset protection, um, and he said no. But he also said, you know, if it comes, we come home Sunday, and 
I'm told not to play Mark Andre Fleury, then I won't. And he says Lankley will get back-to-back starts, which is not a bad thing for him either. No, not at all. Especially with the game being able to be in the afternoon. Yeah, it's an afternoon, it's and, not, it's, and it's a 45-minute flight home. It's not yeah. like it's you know, uh, you know, it's you. You literally have 24 hours, over 24 hours, from the end of one game to the start of the next one. So for recovery, yeah, and you know, he should be fresh. He's barely played this year. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, so it'll be good to, good for him to get in, and yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what Alex Vlasic can do with the seven defenseman rotation. Like you said, you're not looking to throw him in there and play, you know, eighteen twenty minutes or anything like that. Um, but you you get him in, you get him get him rotated and get him some ice time. Um, he looks like he's you know going to be able to stick with the uh, the physicality of the game. I think that's something that is important uh, for a young defenseman to be able to kind of adjust to that. Whether he can adjust to the speed of the game is going to be um, something to, to keep an eye on because he's a big kid. His, he, he can skate well for, for his size and his age, but there's a difference between being able to do that at the college level right. and being yeah. able to do that as a professional. That's always, anytime you talk to a young kid moving up from one level to the next be it college to ahl ahl to nhl they always say it's that speed from level to level Mm -hmm. that's the hardest adjustment to make i think he'll be fine with the size and it's a good team to get tested against if he can handle the physicality i mean you got guys like ryan hartman jordan greenway they've got some they've got some grinders down up Mm -hmm. there in minnesota so he's going to get tested right off the bat marcus foligno yeah i mean they they got you know uh is another guy that likes to likes to play physical so he's and you you can guarantee that those guys are going to target him right off the bat. They're going to know what he's yeah. made of. So it's a good first test against. It'll be interesting to see if he plays against Winnipeg on Sunday and how long he's here. I, I would imagine at some point it's kind of like let's give him a taste and then let's get him down to play some big minutes down at Rockford. Well, here's here's the thing with that is I th- and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, the way I understand it is that if he was going to be able to play in Rockford, he would have had to have. Uh, an amateur tryout deal because he's not at the age the the age requirement is is not is he tw- I don't know not correct because he, he's twenty and he you got you can play at is 20. he in yeah okay. under twenty you can't play in, okay because I know that there was some confusion yeah. whether he, he whether be he'd fine. be eligible or not but I yeah he should be fine and and yeah I think he should be fine because um, also he was I don't know if that affects college kids or if that's just uh, just junior i think it's just a junior league because they've had european players under 20 right so I, I, yeah i think I, that's an agreement with the chl i don't know if that really affects the NCAA. NCAA. okay so i don't think that's an issue plus he's 20 i think once you're 20 you're fine okay. i could be wrong i've been wrong many times <laughs> and yeah I'll be wrong but yeah many i mean times if, again but if 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 you know, getting him to Rockford is is a possibility. I think that we'll we'll see that yeah, happen. Yeah, and give one of those guys that have been been a warrior for you down there a, a, a reward to play up here. But another thing, interesting King, thing King said today is because um, somebody said, "Hey, uh, I think it was I think it was Philip Thompson that asked if you know a guy like a Dominic Kubelik or Brendan Hagel gets traded." Is this the time you bring a Lucas Reichel up and let him go? And he kind of said, you know, hey, they're fighting for a playoff spot. And I think it's important for all those guys and the organization as a whole for Rockford to get into the playoffs and get some of that experience. Um, so it yeah, doesn't sound like they're ready to be like, okay, we're trading everybody. Let's get all of the best players from just Rockford. pluck them all up. Yeah. I think they're investing into the Ice Hogs making the playoffs, which would be great on a whole lot 
of, on many different levels mm-hmm. for that organization, and pretty, pretty pretty good for us to have something to talk about in May right. that deals of, with with the Blackhawks. A little you bit know. of playoff hockey for yeah, some of the prospects. Yeah, I would love yeah. to go. You know, we could take a road trip out to the BMO and, and see our buddy Joey Z, catch a game, <laughs> talk to some guys down there, and uh, report back. Yeah, would 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 love to see that. And and yeah, I mean. Is it? I think it, I agree. It's more important for some of those young players to play in important games, to play, you know, 18, 20 minutes, yeah. 20, you know, for the defenseman more than 20 minutes um, in games that matter, that have, you know, a playoff like atmosphere that, you know, even to, to you know, in a, in a playoff push, those games matter more than getting 10 minutes or 12 right, minutes or, fi- or 15, whatever, at the NHL level on a team that's not competitive. Right. I think. It's it makes more sense to have those players develop, but you do have to roll through some of those players and see what they can do at the NHL right. level, but not sacrifice you know the the significant development time that they can have at the uh, at the AHL level as well. Um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. We'll, uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on on the Ice Hogs down there, and um, I think with with Vlasic and and with the the young core of of uh, defensemen that the Blackhawks can roll through. I think we'll see uh, a number of guys kind of get that, that late season, like kind of like last look um, going into, going into next season and, and seeing who, uh, who might stick around. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see that. Yeah, for sure. I hope the, I hope the ice hogs make it uh, the, the postseason. It'll be good for, for a lot of level, for a lot of reasons. And they have a lot of, you know, they have an opportunity to do it with 23 of Teams getting into right. the postseason. We, we talked about that on the on the last uh, podcast with um, just how screwy the AHL playoffs got. But yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be good to see if uh, if Roffer can can hold on to the position and 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 get into the postseason. Um, you know, we we enjoy the Ice Hogs. We we grew with the Ice Hogs in uh, in in our our uh, writing and media careers. And if you enjoy CHGO Sports and all of the uh, terrific content that we've been be able to bring you with the Blackhawks or the White Sox or the Bears, Cubs, whatever it is, uh, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is now available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So on yesterday's podcast, we hold on. Oh. The joy of being live is you can you can share breaking news. Nothing too exciting, but uh, Blackhawks just set out a release that both Tyler Johnson and Connor Murphy have been placed on injured reserve, uh, both retroactive to March twelfth concussion. Okay, so um, that will give them maybe clear up to make up a couple calls. Maybe we'll see well, somebody come up or well they well they have to get. Kachuk and, right, exactly. and Radish onto the lineup. See, so, I, already, so. I already forgot about that. So, <laughs> I mean. so yeah, so, yeah that's getting, how they're getting them on there. Official distinctions to get those guys on, yeah. on injured so reserve. Johnson okay. and Murphy, neither neither of who have practiced. Uh, we saw Johnson skate a little on his own yesterday. I uh, didn't see him today, but 
Yeah, Tyler Johnson, Connor Murphy, officially on injured reserve. But okay, now we can go on. <laughs> now setting up the uh, uh, the segue that I did have planned. But yeah, yesterday uh, on the podcast we uh, revealed the first two brackets of the uh, March Madhouse Madness uh, bracket of the NHL uh, or of the Blackhawks greats in in NHL history. Um, we've put those out on Twitter. We've seen a lot of votes so far. It's, uh, it's been, it's been really fun to see the, uh, uh, the reaction to the poll that, that Greg worked on. Um, so we're going to reveal now the next two regions of the, of the mad March madhouse madness bracket. So Greg, take it away. All right. We have our madhouse region and you can head to our, our Twitter CHGO underscore Blackhawks and start voting. These regions will go up shortly after the show, but you can vote on our other two regions. Yesterday it was the 300 level region and the Detroit sucks region. Yes. So let's see what we got for our Madhouse region. We see our picture there. That's our number one seed, Jonathan Taves. He gets to take on Moose Vasco uh, round one. Uh, great name, Moose. I don't like your uh, longevity Do not for like this your tournament. Chances. No. Uh, eight nine matchup. We got Alex Zamnoff versus Ooh. Eddie Olchek. That's a good one. I that is a tough one. I think I think Edzo's going to get put over the top just for his popularity as, as with his announcing over the past few decade plus. But that's a good one when you're talking about the actual playing career. Yes, yes. Number four. This has got upset written all over it. The Hall of Famer Pierre Pilat versus fan favorite Bob Probert at the 13 seed. Uh, interesting to see how that, that, one is, that yeah that this we we talked about it yesterday there were a lot of great matchups with upset potential this bracket already two of the three have great matchups and great upset potential I, I I'm I'm loving how this is shaking out so far and our five twelve Marion Hosa versus Michelle Goulet that's a tough one for me because I love both of those players I mean I know the correct answer here yes and it's yes. just based on your Blackhawks career it has nothing to do with. His overall, Goulet's overall career. But there's our 5-12 matchup. Hosa versus Goulet. Three-seed Steve Larmer versus the 14-seed Gary Suter. Former teammates going head-to-head. Not head. bad, that, not uh, bad. Yeah, Larmer, you know what? Larmer's going all the way through for me. You know how I feel about <laughs> Steve Larmer. Uh, Six-seed Corey Crawford, goaltender of this region, taking on Pat Stapleton. Uh, man, that should be. I think, I think. I think Corey's getting through pretty easy. Corey, there. see, Corey Crawford, I think, has got some some pretty good upset potential yeah. throughout this entire region. That Crawford Larmer, that's gonna be that could be a real tough second. That's round gonna matchup be a, that's gonna be an there. interesting matchup. I, I I do think Corey has a very loyal uh, f- fan base still in Chicago that would love to see uh, love to see him. Maybe get one of those one last shifts or a legacy maybe. night. It's very so. interesting that he hasn't been involved in any of yeah, those I don't yet, know, maybe. but. I don't know. We'll see. He'll, uh, he'll get the love in this poll. That's for sure. Absolutely. Then we have a seven former captain, Dirk Graham, one of my favorite Hawks of all time versus Jim Pappen, the 10 seed. And we wrap it out with our two fifteen matchup. Uh, Tony O, Tony Esposito versus Joe Murphy. We got two of the great, two of the four greatest goaltenders in franchise history in the same bracket. That's going to be good. That could be a really interesting elite eight matchup. Yeah. Right there, or that's sweet 16 matchup. I, yeah. I do like these matchups. I do think I mean, you could look at you look at Taze, Hosa, Larmer, Crawford, Esposito. Like there are, there's a lot of tough decisions with some of the top seeds in this bracket. And yeah, I I think even like an Eddie Olchek could could make a run just because of his not only of his time with the Blackhawks as a player, but the 
way that he was able to bring in another generation of fans as, as a voice for the Blackhawks. If this was a bracket that you can bet on on, on points bet, there would definitely be money flying all over this region. Yes. All right, Love we, this. We got one last one. It's the cheering the anthem region, the yellow bracket. And it's, we'll stick with the trend. Our picture there, of course, is the number one seed, the Golden Jet Bobby Hole versus 16 seed Grant Mulvey. I think our, our number one seeds have a pretty good, uh, easy path to the next round. Uh, then we got eight seeds, some two old-timers there, Eric Nestorenko and Cliff Coral. Um, we talked about it in, in yesterday's reveal, how some, some of the fans uh, of the newer generation of the Blackhawks might not know some of these guys, but it's a great opportunity to kind of do, do a little self-history lesson. Yep, learn a little history, figure out who you like. 413, Tony Amante versus Mush March. That's one of my favorite hockey names of all time, Mush March. <laughs> uh, but I think he's not going to last very long. No, Tony uh, Amante, one of the, I think one of the underrated players uh, in Blackhawks history just because just because he him you know he was such a good player at such a bad time for the Blackhawks so it, it'll be interesting to see what the uh, what the fan base feels of, uh, of of Tony there and we have our 512 Eric Daze versus Jocelyn Tebow that's a, that's one for the fans of our or of our 2000s yeah Blackhawks. That's, that's, that's that's a dark that's ages a, fan base that could, that uh, poll could, right there yeah that could be a good one uh, then we have number f- uh, three Doug Wilson versus 14 Dave Manson, a couple of uh, defensemen going head-to-head. Like it. Uh, I think I think Doug Wilson, the greatest hair in hockey history, uh, <laughs> I think he gets a first-round victory here. Uh, then we have six Nicholas Jarmelson versus number 11 Steve Sullivan. Uh, Steve Sullivan, very underrated mm-hmm. Blackhawk. Great player on some bad teams. Yep. Of course, uh, I think we know where this one's going to end up. Jalmerson, also underrated, but a great yes. player on great teams. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then we have our 7-10 matchup. Interesting one here. Keith Magnuson, speaking of fan favorites, versus Alex Debrinkit as a 10 wow. seed. Now, I know Alex Debrinkit would be a number one seed if we were talking about players from just this past the decade. The modern age, yeah. But this is longevity here, so that's why he's low. Plus, I like to see some chaos. Let's see how far Debrinkit could get from that's that 10 That's very seed. interesting, yeah. And then finally, we have the two seed, Chris Chelios versus fifteen Dave Bolin, man, that's that's a tough two fifteen. So that's so interesting of a, of a matchup because so many people like no, I can't think of a Blackhawks fan that is just like ah Dave Bolin, eh. like I love like Dave the Bolin. love for Dave Bolin in love the city still yes. in the fan base is is very same, you know you might get very dedicated there and there's still a lot of Blackhawk fans that have never forgiven Chris Chelios so for much saltiness around Chelios. So the, Bolin could be getting a huge uptick in votes from that segment of the fan base. I was just like, eh, Chelios played for the Red Wings. Screw yeah. that guy. I'm voting for I'm voting for the rat, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think of all the two fifteen matchups, I think that's the one that has got the biggest upset potential. It'll I know probably that, be the closest of them. Yeah, I know that we had a, a Duncan Keith Brandon Sod matchup. I, I I do think Brandon Sod still holds a lot of love in the city, but not more than than Duncan Keith. But yeah. Chelios and Bolin, that's going to be very interesting. That might be the biggest upset of the entire tournament. So a huge one. Yeah, so we got the first two uh, first two brackets are up right now. The 300-level bracket and the region and the uh, Detroit Sucks region will have the Madhouse region go up and the Cheer the Anthem region go up following uh, today's show. And those will be open through the weekend. Through the weekend, and then uh, we'll have some fun with it next week. We'll reveal our winners uh, 
you know, we got a busy week ahead with the trade deadline and then back-to-back late-night games. So we'll have some fun with it. Um, you can obviously see the, who the winners are by checking out the polls, but mm-hmm. we'll announce the next round matchups here on, on our next off-day show. That doesn't involve, hopefully, seven or eight trades. <laughs> yeah, well, once we get past Monday, it's going to be it's going to be quiet. It'll be just focusing on uh, on games and focusing. Well, you know, we'll have some fun with the uh, with the bracket, and then yeah, we'll be talking a lot about um, you know probably some games that that don't matter, some results that don't matter. But it'll be a lot of uh, you know individual discussions, individual discussions about which players are looking good, which right. players are going to be going to be around, and you know talking we'll know who's talking here. about how we set things up. We'll know who's here for the rest of the season, and we can focus on the good and the bad that those players are bringing on a nightly basis Mm -hmm. and you know jay will be on board so uh, we'll have uh we'll have a third third guy in to uh to to bounce some some ideas off of and maybe you know maybe we'll get some 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 food and some music uh, takes as well i hope so i'm 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 dangerous in both of those categories (laughs) and speaking of uh speaking of food The, the king uh, of the segues. The, the CHGO done. Blackhawks podcast. Uh, we we talk about points bet a lot, but we are also brought to you by Athletic Greens. They've come on recently as a sponsor, and they have a, a product that they are very proud of. Their AG One formula. It is a supplement designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and just give you more natural energy. One scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And it fits in with a lot of different lifestyle diets, whether it's gluten-free, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, whatever it is with AG1, you're good to go. It's really easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be. It's a small, once-a-day habit with big benefits. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash chgo. Blackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, I've tried some of the, some of the AG one. It is uh, doing, it's doing well for me. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling uh, more energized. I know I, I, you know, pull the curtains back. I do not live in the city of Chicago. I used to, but I do not live in the city of Chicago. So I do have a, a commute when I come into work um, and, Sometimes it can be a slog. Today it was uh, quite the drive, with the uh, the weather and uh, making making the travel a little bit more difficult. But you know I'm I'm feeling physically better, so it makes those drives a little bit better. Uh, get, getting up in the morning, I have a little bit more kick uh, right right out of bed. So it's it's been it's been doing really well for me. It's making me uh, making me feel pretty pretty energized. And I used to you know I was someone who was on the on the multivitamins. And it was just like, I, I was, I honestly, I've been getting sick of taking like five, six, yeah. seven pills just to feel like I'm having like good health. Um, so with, with AG1, it's just really easy. Put it in, put it in the water, shake it up. There you go. One so. scoop shopping. One, one scoop. Yeah. One scoop shopping. That's all, that's all you need to do for, uh, for your health there. So Athletic Greens, 
uh, it's been it's been great. I'm glad I'm glad that they're on board and looking forward to uh, to getting more of that uh, that AG one and getting more of that that energy, keeping that up. What's also giving me energy is what the Blackhawks are doing. I I, I was at, at at the beginning very skeptical of of the rebuild. Um, I was very skeptical of Kyle Davidson having you know ties to the Stan Bowman era, being around for so long. Um, you know, with, with the fact that they were bringing back Norm McIver, you know, we, we talked about it a, a few weeks ago about, you know, is, is what's really actually changing. And I think today we got one, one major statement of, hey, things are going to change. We're not going to just hold on to these guys because people like them. You know, we, we're going to make the moves necessary to drive forward with purpose the organization for the next three, four, five years to build up to being back to where they were in the 2010s and, 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 and being able to not only compete for the postseason, but be a dangerous team in the postseason, be a cup contender in the post. Like, like remember those days, that was a lot of fun. We need to go through a little bit of, of difficulty to get back to those days and get back to having uh, a lot of fun Blackhawks hockey to talk about. So I'm 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 energized by what's going on with with Kyle Davidson. I think I'm 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 energized with what's going on with the Blackhawks. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm, I've I've hopped on the ride and today's trade of, of Brandon Hagel, the the return that they got, it gives me a lot of optimism that Kyle Davidson is really going to stick to the plan and and be aggressive. And I think that that's what what we were hoping for with a new GM coming in. We wanted a GM to come in and kind of shake things up. And, you know, a lot of people wanted Matthew Darsh or Eric Tolsky or just get, get a different mindset into that position. And I think even though Kyle Davidson has been around for a while, he's kind of bringing a different mindset that the Blackhawks haven't had for a long time at the general manager position. For sure. And it's a good first step. This is like, uh, it's like that scene from the old, the, the classic major league. Kyle Davidson announced his presence with authority today, and that's all you can ask for. You know, you may not like that Brandon Hagel is now a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that's fine. That's great. That, that's, that's, that's your prerogative. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you have to be happy that we have a GM that has a, has a vision, has a plan, and is going to stick to it and is going to be aggressive to achieve mm-hmm. it. That's all you could ask for. And if it fails, at least you knew that, like, hey, he – he didn't do this wishy-washy in the middle of the road stuff that we've been used to for the last three or four years. You'd rather, I would rather have them say that they're going to rebuild, be aggressive in a rebuild. And if it doesn't work out, you say, well, you know what? You tried it. I'd rather that than just sit in mediocrity and be like, oh, we're going to, we're going to kind of not commit to not commit to a plan one way or the other. And you're just going to sit through you know, uh, being, being a 35 the, being win the, season. And it's like, ah, oh, well, what the hell was that being for? A, being a wild card team every year and getting knocked out in five games in the first round every season. Isn't a whole lot of fun either. No. So, you know, be bad for a couple of years, be really bad for a couple of years and then get really good again. Purpose. Yeah. I'm and okay th- with that. Yeah. And It'd I be worth it. I, I, I feel like it's going to suck. It's going to suck for, for a few seasons. It's going to be tough. We're going to see some players that we're, you're not going to care about as much as you cared about with, with as much as fans cared about with Brandon Hagel. There's going to be some players that come through on one-year deals. Like we, like we saw uh, two seasons ago, you know, Matias Yanmark came in and it was like, wow, he, he might be a pretty good player. 
And he came in on a one-year deal with the intention of being flipped at the trade deadline. And the Blackhawks did that. Carl Soderberg came in. He, he might be okay. His, he came in on a one-year deal, intention to be flipped, and he did that. We're going right. to see more players see like that of. in yep. the next few seasons. That's how you build your draft capital. That's how you build your AHL system by doing and, those types of play. And that Yanmar trade worked out pretty well for the Hawks. Like, what they get? They got a second-round pick for him. Yeah, right? exactly. So, I mean, hey, a couple more of those, one of those every season, and, and you know, you're in the right you're, – you're moving in the right direction. They have a direction picked out, and they're, they've taken their first giant step in that direction. So that's all you could ask for. That's all you can ask for. All you can ask for. Hop on the ride. Hop on the ride. So that'll do it for, uh, for this edition of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. A big day. Big day for the, for, for the Blackhawks and for the podcast. Um, if, you, if you may have uh, missed it, if you're just catching us late here on the YouTube channel, we'll reiterate uh, the, the big news regarding the podcast is that Jay Zawoski is coming on full-time. He will be on each podcast. You're going to hear him way more than you ever did, uh, and we're, we're very excited to have Jay coming on to, the, uh, to, to CHGO full-time. Uh, so that's very exciting. So uh, two games this weekend, trade deadline on Monday, big trade deadline show on Monday as well. That'll be uh, Jay, Greg, and myself. From 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock Central Time, we'll cover the uh, the last hour of the trade deadline. We'll react whatever's happening with the Blackhawks and with the league live. Two-hour show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Blackhawks in Minnesota on sat- uh, tomorrow and at home against Winnipeg on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it. For, uh, for Greg Boyson, I'm Mario Terabasi. We will see you next time.